Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast. My name is Wandile Sishi. And I'm George Mini. And we've got a super interesting um, episode for you guys today. Um, and I think we'll kick off by maybe asking you a few things, George. Um, and that's the first thing. Did you first hear about the Goli gas explosion that re- just recently happened? I think it was yesterday or something. I think if you haven't heard about the gas explosion in the CBD mm-hmm. uh, or in um, in the city of Joburg, uh, you been sleeping under a rock. Yeah, everyone's kind of, if you have WhatsApp, I think you can't escape, you know, everyone's sending you videos or scenes or kind of what's what's happening that side. Um, well, what was funny, I, was, uh, I saw this video of a, of a guy um, in one of the high-rise buildings next to where, you know, the road yeah. cracked, telling everybody, there's an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen different, different angles. And different, uh, I actually haven't seen like a video of the actual explosion, if there was even an explosion. Like I don't think video. there was. Um, I haven't yeah. seen one, but yeah. uh, I don't think there was. Cause, I mean, that explosion would have happened without people kind of premeditating pulling yeah. out their phones. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It seems like what happened was, well, I read a report, I think Gigoli Gas was busy because everyone put the blame on them. Um, but they're saying that, no, there was actually a, a crack in the road that kind of, you know, went got a little bit out of control. and that A crack got out of control. Yeah, almost like a landslide that caused like, the, the, I don't know, like a crack inside the road, which oh. then... Damage the gas, the gas line or whatever, the, the pipelines underground. Interesting. Um, but they're still investigating. I think there's still lots going on there. I know that they've they've already been on site to kind of eradicate any leaks um, to make sure that it's safe. I mean, did you see people. the crack in that road? It's massive. It is like so, there, there's some mini bucks taxis lying on the side. How it was like that must have been like yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, that's kind of the top of the town. So that's what's happening right now in South Africa. But more so, anybody hurt. It seems like there was only one casualty. Okay. Um, casualty is in a death or a death. Ca- yeah, oh, as, a di- di- as a direct result. Um, and a few people injured. Um, but I think they've kind of cornered it off already and yeah. are doing work there. Interesting. Um, I wonder how long it's going to take to fix. That's what's going to. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That road's going to have to be cordoned off. The problem is it's, I think it's, it's quite a main road. thoroughfare. Yeah. I think a lot of the lot of the minibus taxis use that road. Exactly That's why there are right. so many there. Near where I stay, I live in the west of, of Johannesburg. Don't don't stalk me. Um, <laughs> but in that area, nobody wants to go there. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, no one wants to go there. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's a bridge that's been. Um, it was about a year ago. Um, there was a bridge that there was a lands when there was heavy rains sometime during last year. And there was a landslide that took out one of the main bridges on Hendrik Potgita. And on Hendrik Potgita, that's one of the main roads. Say that again. Hendrik Potgita. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the main roads from the west side of Joburg and, you know, that side of life coming into the mainland city. And the, the repair time that we've been given is eight months to fix that, which is ridiculous. So now all the traffic has been diverted on the road, which is directly outside of my complex. So the traffic there is now a nightmare, but eight months to fix, like... You tell me you're going to be late for the podcast. Sometimes. Sometimes I have to, you know, <laughs> call in a favor <laughs> um, to come into work because, you know, it's, it's really bad. Um, and I hope they don't have to wait eight months. I mean, that's a really, really important road. In, yeah, in main, I mean, I've got, um, I've got no expertise on, uh, on repairing infrastructure, mm. um, but I would imagine with the state of... The current electricity system, the state of the current water infrastructure, 
<clears throat> that uh, uh, an extra thing for you know governments and municipalities to do yeah. is just going to be put down on the list. It's like a domino effect of compounding inconveniences that mm. we're all kind of mm. going through. I mean, I had no water for three days. I mean, they can't repair potholes. Yeah. You're going to repair a crack in the road. Yeah, it's tough. You never know. Eh? Maybe maybe there's there's different... I mean, this crack in the road might be important in terms of, you know, helping that economic environment of, you know, transport and taxis. But uh, but it remains to be seen. I've got I'm not optimistic. Yeah. Um, You know, the the state of the roads in the country are bad. Yeah. Now, let's see. I think we'll we'll keep updating. We'll update it like every month and see if um, if the the road in Bree Street has been fixed. Yeah. If you drive a sports car in South Africa. Oh. Put it in a glass cabinet. Yeah, just you know, show your friends. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Or bring a special for most ring, which we'll talk about a bit later. <laughs> but moving on, so today we'll be speaking a little bit on extreme weather. So the I can't believe we've been discussing this. To be honest, I never thought that like ten years ago that we'll be speaking about extreme weather. But you know, last week I think that's when we had the snow. Yeah. So so the weatherman. Yeah. Please find me the weatherman. Mm-hmm. Um, but the weatherman. Uh, or the weather men, mm. the, weather, the weather people, the weather people, the weather people, because <laughs> yeah. men, there's weather men and weather women. And yeah. um, the weather people. Um, if you go back, it snows in Joburg every ten years, apparently. Oh, so so this is uh, something that that it happens. Okay. Yeah, about every decade, uh, it snows in Johannesburg. So it's not uncalled for. It's apparently snowing today as we're recording this. Yeah, it's snowing in the uh, Free State. Yeah. But I mean, near the Drakensberg, there is every now and then. There's yeah, but that's high. I mean, <clears throat> you know, you, top of mountains are always going to get snow. Sort of snow yeah. yeah, but uh, but down on the you know lowland, yeah. it's, it's that's, not, that's not normal for South Africa. But it's it's every ten years. Climate change. When I was growing up, was I think extreme heat was kind of the, the main talk of the town. But now we're getting like extreme cold. There's never like kind of. I don't know if this is climate change. I'm not a, no expert, but yeah. This is, I think it's just, just it's the cycles. Change. I think it's climate change. Is, oh, no, I mean, so we, every, we must... This th- is two weeks in a row now where we're receiving snow. If the earth pivots yeah. like literally half a degree off its axis... Yeah, we're going to get some sort of... We'll get some sort of flipping extreme weather. Extreme weather. Yeah. <clears throat> so extreme weather was the kind of the talk of in Joburg, at least. I think actually around the, the country um, in terms of the snowfall. But that had obviously a direct impact on the driving conditions of of, you know, of the of the city, mm. um, and I, I was fortunate to be at home at the time, so I never got to experience driving on snow or dealing with uh, like some sort of. Uh, no, it's more the ice that's the problem because you can slip off the road. So, did you were you in the office that day when you when it was snowing? Yeah, when it was snowing. Did you have uh, to drive at all? No, no, it was actually a work from home day for us. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't have to deal with kind of driving around and no. And have you ever experienced driving on snow? On snow, no. In icy conditions. Never. Icy conditions, yeah, but that's more like sleet. Um, yeah. But uh, but never experienced a slippery road from yeah. ice. The weatherman has actually said that they, it's going to be more frequent. We are going to be receiving a lot more frequent. This year. This year. Um, so with that being said, I thought maybe we should talk about what to do when dealing with you know, driving on icy roads um, and potentially what impact this has on your, on your insurance because I think you know, people are going to be in more accidents. Um, so driving on, on, on icy roads, the first thing well, is kind of... Let's, let, let's first kind of 
let's talk about the effect on a car. What? Just the physical of of a car, not not necessarily just the physical structure, but what what effect does freezing cold temperatures? Uh, what effect does it have on a car? Well, the car would run. Um, it will run cold. <coughs> That's the first thing, right? So it's it's, it's going to be colder. Well, first of all, when the car's standing, okay, mm-hmm. and the temperature drops, <laughs> all of the oil. Now we're talking about ice vehicles here. We're talking about electric in a second. All of the oil that is that would be circulating through the engine to lubricate the pistons and crankshaft and bearings. Yeah, all of that oil will be lying at the bottom, mm. either at the sump or uh, or at the bottom of the engine block. Mm. Okay. That oil is going to cool down to below zero. Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, I, don't, I don't think oil freezes at zero. No, I don't think it freezes at zero. So temp that oil freezes. Um, so if oil freezes at minus four. Yeah. Okay, so it, co- so it coagulates. Mm. Uh, so oil can't technically freeze, but it coagulates it's at minus slump, four. Like slumpy and like not like, like thick, thick, yeah. thick. Like yeah. Um, so the thinner the oil, the less likely the clumpiness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so that's the thing that's go- you're going to be faced. The, the, I think that's that's probably the major concern in a car is is the is the oil getting that kind of thickness mm. now. You start your car in that kind of temperature, minus four, minus five degrees, and you drive it out your driveway and drive it a little bit too hard, you can break the engine. Mm. Mm. Because that oil hasn't had a chance to thin, get hot, yeah, and exactly. lubricate everything. Yeah. So, so, so that's the first effect, I think, that uh, you've got to concern yourself with. The next is um, the coolant system in the car. Mm. I was going to go there next, yeah. So the coolant system in the car... That's why we have this thing called well, antifreeze. Exactly that, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of stopped that from happening. Because water is going to freeze at zero, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially at that point, all your defrosting equipment, all your heating equipment, all that sort of stuff um, won't operate at the at you know the way it's supposed to work. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you're worried about the heater as much as... you got to have heat. You've got to worry more about the car <laughs> operating. Yeah, i got to have heat. <laughs> So so water's going to freeze at zero. Yeah. Okay. So before the oil even gets sludgy, the water's going to freeze. Mm-hmm. So if you are driving an older car and you haven't got antifreeze in the system, yeah. that water has to first thaw and unfreeze before it's going to start circulating, which means that your car could get hot yeah, initially. Yeah. But the chances are that because of the engine bay temperature – and well, no, the engine bay temperature being the the, 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 the pistons are moving, it's create, generating heat. Chances are the water's gonna gonna it's thaw. Gonna it's gonna it's gonna get uh, it's gonna get liquid again. What about an EV? How does um, how does this extreme cold weather inf- impact uh, an EV? Is there any is there an impact on EVs? Yes. So so EVs don't like cold. Okay. The battery doesn't like cold. Should I say? Yeah. <clears throat> the lithium battery. In terms of when you say that, it's a chemical. Impacts, it's a chemical will it reaction. Impact distance in terms of yes. the range. So will range will come down on an EV. Um, I drove through the Free State about a month ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was that cold snap we had. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the temperature got to about two, three degrees. Mm. Um, it was really low. The car warned me low temperature. Oh, okay. 
I didn't really see an impact on the battery. Yeah, like your range and stuff. Like yeah, because I mean, the way I drive my EV is, um, you know, I've started to just drive it yeah. instead of trying to calculate the kilowatt hours and <laughs> distance. And <laughs> yeah. I just don't drive to the next charger. That's all, yeah. and get there efficiently. But uh, but the the temperature was really low, and the effect on an EV of freezing temperatures is lower range. So te- the, the EV's battery, the lithium ion, doesn't like extreme temperatures, both low and high. Would you say it's a, like substantial, what, like 10%, 20% less range? Like what would you – obviously we don't have the numbers on this, but like what do you – Well, I mean I'm pretty sure uh, Google will tell us. That's why you see the Teslas and, uh, and all of them uh, testing in the ice. Yeah, just to make sure that they can also function. So testing the, fun- the how the car functions in, in really cold temperatures um, because, you know – Cold is probably worse than heat. Yeah. So a car can cool itself down. Yeah. Whereas uh, cold is really, it's tough. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, there's other things to worry about when you're driving on in, in colder weather. So one thing is your braking is obviously going to be impacted quite substantially, um, especially when the, the road gets extremely cold and starts getting icy. Um, so just watch out for your braking then. Brake gently. Avoid skidding. I've had this problem so many times, but it's usually on water. Um, and that might be a tire problem. Maybe I need to check my tires. I don't know. But Aquaplaning is more the problem in water. But I just, yeah. I just, uh, I just looked up um, impact of an EV bat on an EV battery and range when there when is cold, cold weather. Yeah. Up to twenty five percent. Okay, but I'm, I'm, that must be extreme cold weather. I'm sure that's not what we're dealing with. Well, um, you know. I think two degrees is very cold. Yeah. yeah, but I suppose in countries like north of the equator, mm. uh, Canada, you know, Russia, yeah, those countries, um, that twenty five percent is seen, and that, that well, it just says up to fifty percent. Oh, okay, jeez. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, uh, you know, you're going to get to minus forty degrees. That's going to be, mm. it's going to be hectic. Hundred percent. Other things to worry about: uh, cruise control. Um, doesn't really do well with icy roads, so I did not know that. So that's something to obviously look out for. And then the big what, what about cruise, cruise control? So do not make use of cruise control on icy Why? roads. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'd I'd love to understand what's the science behind that, but you know the research tells us that cruise control doesn't do great with icy roads specifically. Um, I would imagine. Car is not being is not is not as effective at reading for traction control, for instance. Um, I can imagine it's it's kind of along those lines of skidding. I, I would think. Yeah, I mean, if I think about all the cars I've driven with cruise control, um, I think the reaction time of the car isn't quite the same as the reaction time of a human. Yeah, it's and maybe when you're losing traction. I think. And maybe that's the that's the difference mm-hmm. is. Um, so, so another very important thing, whether this be in water or, uh, or on ice yeah, is stay away from the brakes. Mm. So I learned that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> How did you learn that the hard way? That. Well, I've gotten better with it over the years, but I've noticed that, yeah, I mean, there's one time I was driving in a bucky at the time and I was going on one of those like roundabout things on the highway. Uh-huh. And I was going a little bit too fast, and I was turning at the same time. So you can imagine that the car just started to move. And I played a lot of video games, and don't quote me on this, but the video game told me that if, like, don't use the brake at that point. Just 
kind of let the car figure out and get grip again and then, you know, slowly let it gradually go into the turn. And that saved the car and potentially my life. So, you know, there, <laughs> Good there is, I'm glad you, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's, uh, so the moment you apply a, the, uh, the brake pedal, yeah. Um, on a icy road or, um, in water where, where you could, where you could aquaplane. Yeah. Cause what is aquaplaning? It's when there is a layer of water a, between the tire and the surface of the road. Yeah. And, and you're skidding on top of the water. It's almost like you're surfing. Coming like a boat. A car becomes yeah, a boat. Because the car becomes a boat. There's no more contact with the rubber in the road. Um, and applying the brake could set that in motion. Yeah. Could set that aquaplaning or that skidding in motion. And then to stop that. And that's because the tires are moving, constantly removing water, right? So yes. Off the road. So, yeah. so that you can get that, that, that traction. Exactly. Um, and the moment that starts, very difficult yeah. to stop. Yeah. So, so be careful with the brakes when it comes to, uh, icy roads or, uh, standing water. At speed, I mean, I'm assuming that at speed that becomes a lot more, uh, viable or likely to happen. Or, or. Okay. So, so let's, let's talk about speed. Yeah. What happens? What happens when you increase or accelerate or increase your speed? In terms of what, how the, the, the tires react to this? Yes. What happens? I don't know. We'll do a I quick explanation. I, 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 I would assume that the, there's more surface area. No? Less there's surface, less surface area, area. area. Of okay. The, of the, of, you know. So, so the surface area that's touching the road, depending on the size of the tire, surface area that's touching the road yeah. typically is about the size of your hand. Okay. Okay. So you've got four at any, at any given time. hands that are touching the road. That's, that's the surface area that your car um, touches the road, or the, the area that your car touches the road with. The faster you drive... The tire initially, the more of the surface is touching the road. The yeah. tire, because of the centrifugal force, is trying to expand okay. out because the centrifugal force is pushing the middle of the tire out. Now, tire manufacturers are very clever in that they build the tire in a way that tries to stop that Yeah, with all of the um, – internal systems inside the rubber. Inside the rubber, you'll find wire. And but that's what I thought would actually expand. Like, no, no. Like this way. Like, no. You know, like Centrifugal wire. force. It'll, it'll exp- the center's trying to okay. expand out. I see. It's so the same as the earth rotating. Kind of right? forcing itself this way. Yes. Okay. If you live on the equator, yeah. believe it or not, you have from day. cars to, to, to the planet. <laughs> yeah, if you're living on the equator, you're, you're moving faster. Yeah. You're actually spinning faster. There's more likelihood of you falling off earth <laughs> if you live on the equator, then if you live, if, if the Earth had to just stop, you know, <laughs> you'd, you'd be like, you'd be like oh, out of, you exactly know, flying out. So, so the same thing with the tire. The center of the tire, yeah, is where the centrifugal force is on that tire, and okay. that part is 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 trying to expand, which pushes more of the tire off the road. Mm. Um, which means that the, the the faster you go, a higher chance there is of less rubber touching mm. the road. I see. Um, and that increases your chances of aquaplaning. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah. driving slower in, wa- in water and on icy roads is better. Yeah. And safer. And safer. And then, uh, and then, and the faster the tire is turning as well. Yes, yeah, so the speed. Was- so, so think about it this way. You're driving on a, you're driving on a highway with dashed lines, mm. right? You know, the, mm. the dashed, so the, li- the lines that exist in, 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 in the roads in South little, Africa. Yeah. You know, I know that a lot of them don't exist anymore, but <laughs> depends where you are. Depends where you are. The faster you go, what happens to that white line? It becomes well, one. It becomes one line. 
It, it looks like it's it solid like, yeah. because you're passing them so, so fast, fast yeah. right? So similarly with the tread on your tire, yeah. the faster you go, the faster that tread is passing the passing the road, which means that the gaps don't move as much water mm. and higher chance of aquaplaning. Displacing less water. Displacing less water. Understood. See, the more you know. See, this is not just a bug. There's an explainer here every week. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Uh, but before we move on, so what does insurers have to say about this? So I've, I've done some research to find out what insurers are saying about the extreme weather. Naturally, extreme weather means more claims. So they've seen about 25% additional claims in the last few crazy months of, of extreme weather. So there is a direct impact. Um, so just watch out and make sure that you are covered for those sort of things because not all insurers or your policy might not cover you know, acts of God or these ex- extreme cases of, of weather. How do you define an act of God? I think this would be an act of God. Something that's out of anyone's Snow. control. Snow is definitely an act of God. Yeah, I don't know too much about this, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Check, check with your insurer. Yeah. It may be the difference between you getting your claim and not. And moving on, before we end off, George, so um, at the end of August, we're going back to the Festival of Motoring, um, which means that we have a bunch of new competitions which are currently live on site um, so if you want to win one of I think it's 20 or 25 uh, hot laps Ferrari hot laps uh, check out our website to see the details for that they're always extremely fun it's always a, that's exciting a I think you've actually been on one of those yeah yeah. 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 Um, so come and come and drive in our simulator we're getting the simulator there right bringing the simulator yes. back so in Formula 1 simulator in, yeah we're also bringing in um, I wouldn't call it a Formula 1 pit you know, but it's you know kind no, of no. It's it's cars. it's the uh, so so. What we're going to have there is a tire changing challenge. It's not for children. We will not allow children to to operate the uh, hydraulic gun. the hydraulic tire gun. But just like in Formula One, yes, um, we are going to have a pit tire machine there. Yes. Um, and uh, and we're going to see how fast uh, the public can change tires. I've actually done that before, and it took. It took it. It was a team. It was a team of like eight of us, and it took us like fifteen seconds or something. So, so I've got, I've so got, easy. I've got one of the records at Pablo Clark. Yeah. Uh, for changing that tire. Yeah. So we're gonna, we're gonna put that record up there, <laughs> yeah, and sure. uh, and see whether people can beat it. Yeah. People think that two seconds that um the F one teams are doing is easy. It's not. It's not. It's, the hardest it's thing not. In the it's very difficult. <laughs> so come and join us at our stand. We'll be there the entire week, well the weekend, um, and we'll have lots of exciting challenges. And if you want to join. Um, or try and win the competition, just check out our sites and we'll, we'll see all the details there. Next nice. race. Next race is this weekend, right? Going to Hungary. A lot of things have happened actually in Formula 1. I mean, Nick De Vries has been dropped by... Um, surprise, surprise. By, by, what's it called now? By AlphaTauri. Yeah. So that's a bit yeah, a bit sad. I think he only did 10 races in um, before he's... Even yeah, but he wasn't anything to write home about. There's no 8th place trophies so, yet. Someone told me that what if he was not slow and... Um, what if he was not what slow? What if he was not slow and Yuki was just extremely fast? Like, how do you, how do you benchmark? Uh, that's unfortunate. You're always against the top guy. I guess so. Yeah, it's like, if you are the best and someone else comes along and is better, you're actually bad. <laughs> Sorry. That English makes the, sense. No. The, no. The logic you know what? Logic. This world contains too much what? eighth place trophies. <laughs> too much. You heard it your first. Sometimes eighth is, you know. No. If there's eighth. a thousand people, eighth is not bad. Okay. Is <laughs> there's no thousand cars on a racetrack. You either win or you're not. <laughs> so we don't, we don't I'm surprised there's number two and three. Yeah. No, no DeFries wasn't doing well. Yeah, well, you know he's a Formula E champion. So, you know. 
Different sports, I guess. Different sport. Different sport. Driving an ice vehicle. Taking an ice, driving it, actually, yeah, I'm going to say something against myself. Ta- driving an ice vehicle takes more skill than driving an EV. Yo, you heard it here first. <laughs> we're going to quote that. Please make sure that somebody wrote that down. <laughs> You're going to worry about revs <laughs> in, a, in an ice vehicle. You don't have to worry about revs in an EV. <laughs> we're going to Hungary uh, this weekend. So let's see what happens. I'm, I'm voting for my man. Let's see what happens. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's all the time we've uh, got today. Yeah. <laughs> see you guys next week. <laughs> Search Auto Trader. <laughs>